From the age of eight brothers. From the age of eight old buddies. From a dead man. Greetings. Coronavirus is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades. We're seeing the devastating impact of this invisible killer. There will come a moment when no health service in the world could possibly cope because there won't be enough ventilators, enough intensive care beds, enough doctors and nurses. That is the moment of real danger. The new variant is out of control and we need to bring it under control. And this news about the new variant has been a uh, an incredibly difficult end to, frankly, an awful year. And it's important for everybody to act, essentially act like they might have the virus. And that's the way that we can control it together. The way ahead is hard. And it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. Our advisory group on new and emerging respiratory virus threats, NERVTAG, has spent the last few days analyzing this new variant. It may be up to 70% more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. You, you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Assume you might be infectious, assume you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Today, the United Kingdom's chief medical officers have advised that the country should move to alert level five, meaning that uh, if action is not taken, NHS capacity may be overwhelmed within 21 days. And it's going to spread further. And I, I must level with you, level with the, the British public. Um, more families, uh, many more families, are going to lose loved ones before their time. Your colleague on stage, John Edmonds, has just sent me a statement saying that as far as he's concerned, this is the worst moment of the epidemic because of the extraordinary inf infectivity of this new strain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, this is a horrible moment for sure. I to say, I'm really sorry to hear about your two relatives who died from this virus. I mean, it is a very dangerous virus uh, for many people. We're looking to move to a different regime, so as we come to the fourth step, we will change the basic tools that we have used to control human behavior.
good they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot, but fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. folks another stream another day and uh, it's not even a day it was uh up late last night oh not that late for uh, uh still late um uh, doing a great stream with uh of course Spartacus and uh, commander rixie but it's friday it's jihad day i've got to feed that blick of mine and uh he's on the ramen he's on the ramen because uh well <laughs> I'm not sure how much I can uh, say to gossip on the stream. So um, <laughs> he needs that Mackie D. Uh, <laughs> Man, what, what has my world turned into? I, I don't know. <laughs> right. So it's going to be a long stream today, I think, because uh, there's a lot of reading to do. There's stuff I've missed. Things are just lagging behind. I want to finish the um the alpha synuclein um i think that's uh important and uh, where to go to next in the neuroscience and after um discussion with spartacus yesterday i think we should just spend a bit of time looking at the methods of charles lieber <laughs> just see just see where what they're up to and uh, there was a paper in there that i've seen that's relatively recent that's uh, how should you say in my uh in my wheelhouse so yeah so, so if you watching i know this is a bit of a dead time i'm late it's 1 1 p.m um <laughs> desperate times call for uh desperate measures 
So, um, all right, all right, all right. So less of me gassing on and more of me um, talking about the stream. So just briefly, what are we going to cover? Um, Biowarfare, Kirillov um, has put out a report. Um, it's a few days old now, but I think it's worth going through. Uh, RFK is... Uh, Throwing the cat among the pigeons, I guess, is uh, one way of putting it. We're going to take a look at a few clips of him, uh, other little bits of news that we have to pay attention to. Angiopathy, um, I don't think I have to spend long on that, and then we'll get into the review. So let us uh, get into this one and shout out to uh, You've Been Nudged for this <laughs> beautiful, beautiful beam. Uh, big trouble in little Wuhan uh, with RFK's face and... Uh, she, that lady hiding behind him. Oh, that's uh, it's precious. Um, <laughs> bravo, you've been nudged. All right, so if you've wandered in here, wondered who I am, that is me, uh, Dr. Kevin McCann, uh, formerly principal investigator of uh, Career Brain Research Institute and uh, now a renegade scientist shouting from the sidelines, uh, pump the brakes, lick spills, they're taking you over the edge. Uh, but if you want to find my previous work, you can go to ResearchGate. It's all aggregated there or PubMed or wherever else uh, you feel that you need to uh, grab a uh, reference or two from Google Scholar. That's another good one. And uh, of course, the most important bit, the housekeeping, keep the duck in the fight. Go to mccandojo.com and uh, there you can support the stream. I need to update this page a little bit. Um, we don't need the stream fags gay power. We can just change the uh, the redirect on that one. But uh, click that wtyl.live tip jar and uh, you, uh, you will be able to use your usury cards to feed that blick and now you can uh, directly pay with uh, GayPal uh, on that payment processing, which is great. Um, it was uh, our tax evading blick, Simon Phoenix, that enabled all this, uh, how should we say, high tech, high tech payment processing. The world, the world's just moving too fast for me. I'm too old to keep up with it. <laughs> and that's, that's why I need a, I need a blick on the plantation just to uh, make sure the, um, Ah, the the work can continue. Uh, Tensi says RFK is red pilling so many people now. Props for that. Yeah, yeah, um, it's great. <laughs> and uh, they're gonna try, try, try their best to shut him down. So we'll take a look at that. Right. So what's the news? Like I say, I'm morbidly fascinated with the uh, hot conflict. Um, I do think they're linked to the um, well. The the war, just in general, is just it started with bio warfare, and now now the hot part comes. Um, but those nasty Ruskies are now going to starve everyone, uh, according to the Western press. Um, they've suspended the sea grain deal. Now, obviously, that was I don't know if it was directly in response to the um, Kursk is it Kursk Bridge, Crimean Bridge getting uh, blown up again um but the simple fact is as you know in a um hotly contested uh, war zone uh, you don't want to leave big maritime channels open to allow your enemies uh 
freedom to maneuver and so they've they've gone and uh turned the screw a little tighter and um what the western press will not tell you is that russia has pledged to replace the supply of ukrainian grain countries in need free of charge after refusing to extend the grain deal um that's um, that's a significant move um it reminds me of the uh, what, what do you call it the I don't know. There was like a UN vote just on. It, it was just a motion to be tabled that people have the right to, um, you know, some caloric intake per day. And uh, there were two countries that abstained from uh, that particular <laughs> proposition. And uh, one being the USA. And uh, I'll leave it up to your imaginations to guess who the second one was. And. <laughs> We'll move on from there quickly. What else was uh oh, did, I don't know, this was kind of funny. Um <laughs> in response to the blowing up the bridge, um fireworks displays in Odessa picked up and uh, the locals were um more uh, thoroughly enthused, I would say, looking at this clip. Look, man. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much vodka you've got to drink to be uh, laughing and cheering. <laughs> what do they call them? Onyx is their cruise missile, but. Um, <laughs> That was funny to me. But this wasn't so funny. Apparently, this is the young lad uh, who was filming it. And uh, I don't know if this is true or not. Was found forced to apologize and mobilized to the front. Um, yeah, that's got to suck. And <laughs> I'll skip the next story and uh, get to the main thing about Russia, which was briefing by Chief of Nuclear, Chemical and Biological Protection Troops Lieutenant General Igor Kirillov on U.S. military and biological activity. And um, yeah, it's somewhat long, um, but I think uh, as we uh, seem to be primarily focused on bio-warfare, to my, I never thought I would be saying those words outside, out of my mouth, but... Um, here we are. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go through this. So uh, the Russian Defense Ministry continues to analyze U.S. and its allies' military and biological activity in Ukraine and other. Um, it just goes to show you how much the uh, what they're telling the public is is not what's going on behind closed doors. And the um, let's see. Two thousand dollars a day uh, for me to uh, edit the yeah why not that that would be uh, that would be a good rate I'd I'd, I'd sign on the dotted line for that um, if all it, if all it is is just reading a few documents like this <laughs> I do fuck nothing at the moment uh, let's see the ISTC this organization funds uh, internet activities to combat information about US biolaboratories in Ukraine and to promote promote sorry a positive perception of Washington's projects in the post-Soviet space the ISTC has signed a contract with Wooden Horse Strategies 
a US consulting firm. The contractual documents provide for the posting of relevant materials at least eight times a month, as well as the monitoring of pro-Russian public publications on this topic, appearing online and promptly responding to them, including blocking access. And, you know, Robert Kennedy is appearing in much of uh, the... The press uh, coverage at the moment, um, you know, we've covered this. I'm not I'm not going to spend a great deal uh, going over what we've uh, already done. Uh, in addition, the operation of United States biolaboratories in Ukraine raises more and more questions among ordinary citizens and political figures in the United States itself. For example, U.S. presidential candidate Robert Kennedy Jr. harshly criticized the military biological activities of the U.S. government. Rightly so. Now, look. Ruskies, so you don't get off the uh, naughty step that easily either. Um, you should be being held to inspection, etc., as well. And uh, but you know, I somehow think that uh, anything that they're doing is paling into comparison that anything uh, other other countries that are on my shit list are up to. Um, according to his statement, for former U.S. President Nixon unilaterally declared the termination of the biological weapons program in 1969, but the existing developments were not destroyed. In order to take the U.S. military out of the picture, all available information and materials were transferred to the National Institute of Health, uh, as uh, Nick has so eloquently described multiple, multiple times on the stream. Kennedy emphasized the role of the CIA in biological weapons operations, the first of which was Operation Paperclip. The specialists from Japan and Nazi Germany were brought to the United States after World War II to transfer expertise in military biological research. The purpose of the project was to develop an experimental weapons program and to bring in Japanese scientists who are the only ones who have ever used biological weapons. Let me remind you that Japanese developers paid special attention to the use of biological formulations and the mechanisms of vector born disease transmission and spread. It's those uh, ticks, folks. Ticks are the ultimate bio vector because uh, they can just hang about in the environment for years and years and years. In this regard, it is no coincidence that the research of organizations of the U.S. Ministry of Defense are interested in studying the main species of mosquitoes and ticks that carry epidemically significant infections such as Rift Valley Fever, West Nile Fever and Dengue Fever. Oh, look, they missed uh, some, some low-hanging low fruit there, Mr. Uh, Kirillov. Uh, you missed uh, Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever as well. Uh, we have already noted that such research is being carried out in specialized organizations, both within the United States and in biolaboratories located overseas, where more than 100 species of mosquitoes and ticks are being studied together. We'll use production facilities such as Oxitec Biotechnology Company, funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, could be used to mass produce vectors and uh what are we looking at here edis aegypus is a vector of ebola west nile fever okay and uh oh look 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 how they've spread <laughs> look how it's spread across the european continent lickspittles and uh it's your fault for eating steaks don't forget that hey thank nick in the chat good to see you bro um <laughs> All right, so 
U.S. military specialists have been successful in adapting and growing vectors collected from their natural habitat. The methods they have developed make it possible to produce mosquitoes and ticks infected with arboviruses in the laboratory. Please note that this research activity is accompanied by deterioration of the epidemic situation and expansion of vector habitats. In this case, we're talking about the formation of artificial centers of natural focal infections. Given the uncontrolled nature of vector spread, entire countries and regions may be involved in the epidemic process and again this i've spoke about this before right where, where you um you want to be able to sample the genome and yeah uh spreading vectors into other countries as well um particularly the uh well the the use of things like mosquitoes etc you know <laughs> You've just got to seed it in there, and then when you want to, okay, should you need to, you can then get your your select agent in, and no one will nary bat an eyelid. Um, it's all about covert operations, folks. For example, an increase in the number of non-endemic Asian tiger mosquitoes has already been recorded in southern and central Europe. In Germany, populations of this species have been established in five federal districts. Another mosquito species, Agulex modestus, a vector of West Nile fever, has been identified in Sweden and Finland. Um. Ah, that third world migration. Yeah, it doesn't love it. All right, um, let's see, DJ says, I hope someone asks him during a debate if he'll kiss the wall. Um, RFK, you mean? Yeah, look, any presidential candidate in the US is going to have to, uh, how should we say, doff their cap to uh, those that you cannot speak about. The problem is that they are... Um, very, very powerful organizations. Uh, anyone else having problem with rumble dropping than coming back? Uh, I don't know. Um, seems to be playing okay my end. I haven't seen it pausing. Um, but it is what it is. WTYL, folks, use that link. Use the facilities that we've built out for you. All right. Uh, let's see. Where were we? Where were we? Uh, we were looking at, uh, at the same time, an increase in the incidence of uncharacteristic vector-borne infections was noted in the European Union countries, according to the European Centre for Disease Prevention and Control. More people infected with dengue fever were registered in Europe in 2022 than in the previous decade. West Nile fever also peaked with more than 1,000 cases, 92 of them fatal. The facts of Zika fever infection associated with mosquito bites were first recorded in France. Employees of the African branch Namri 6 worked under cover of a civilian organization, Latin American branch of the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. The Namri 6 plans to expand its activity on the Argentina territory, where one laboratory is to be modernized to the maximum biosafety level 4, BSL-4. Non-profit organization Health Security Partners train new employees for research in the new laboratory. Man, it's so gross how they're doing this. Again, it's the same playbook. Non-profit organizations, etc. And a tiny fig leaf that they're using to gaslight you for their biowarfare programs. That's, uh... 
look man the Ruskies have uh, every right to uh, be uh, how should we say miffed miffed at this <laughs> these types of development alright uh, let's see Namri Free is in Italy uh, we've covered that one before the laboratory employees including entomologists microbiologists and infectious disease doctors conduct research in natural foci of particularly dangerous infectious diseases Ebola dengue, malaria in Egypt, Ghana and Djibouti. It should be noted that the Navy's Biological Warfare Unit in Italy works under three US strategic commands, Central, European and Africa, and its primary purpose is, unquote, to study, monitor and detect diseases of military significance. Thus, the efforts of Namru foreign branches is fully in line with U.S. national interests and strategic planet documents in the field of biosecurity and is aimed at controlling the biological situation in the areas where NATO military contingents are stationed. The Namru foreign branches activity is not limited only to gathering and shipment of pathogens. Yet again, the Pentagon is trying Yet again, the Pentagon is trying to promote the interests of large American pharmaceutical companies, which are the main sponsors of the Democrat Democratic Party's election campaigns. Ugh. <laughs> Based, Kirillov. Um, pay attention to the U.S. Department of Defense document containing the sign for service use only acquired during operative actions in the liberated Ukrainian territories. The document dated 2015 describes clinical trial systems for medicines against viral fevers. The document's author, authors, including members of the United States Army Medical Research Institute of Infectious Diseases, plan to establish a mobile rapid response unit designed to test new medicines at U.S. military bases around the world and uh, <laughs> across the planet, if the last few years are anything to go by. Um, yeah, I'm not going to... I'll put the link in the chat if you want to grab the um, screenshots. Yes. See... Oh, of course it won't update in... Rumble. Is Rumble messing about? Am I streaming? <laughs> Am I talking to myself? Uh, yeah, it says live. Okay. All right, uh, let's move on. The project included the establishment. Yeah, I did that. The algorithms were to be practiced in the US, Africa command area of responsibility, and then extended to all overseas NAMRU branches. Thus, the Pentagon planned to use the United States military to test unregistered medical products on local populations and then have them approved by regulatory bodies in the interests of so called Big Pharma. To that end, a network of subordinate biolaboratories and intermediary organizations such as Metabiota were planned to be used. Pay attention to the commercial offer of the company Metabiota marked confidential, which was discovered among the documents in a Ukrainian biolaboratories. The proposal is addressed to the United States Army Medical Research Institute of Infectious Diseases and relates to infectious diseases specialists training in Kenya and Uganda. The document proves that the Pentagon's Defense Threat Reduction Agency, Department of Homeland Security, and to give an illusion of humanitarian engagement, U.S. Agency for International Development, as well as a number of European Union organizations, have been involved in pathogens researching countries of the African continent. Now, look, man, Metabio, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, Mossad. God, that was just like, uh, just let me edit your documents for fuck's sake. Hang on one second, I just got that. 
All right, where were we? Where were we? Uh, yes. Sketchy uh, government and non-government agencies. Metabiota's involvement in the study of the H7N9 avian influenza virus was confirmed, as well as its leading role in the PREDICT project, which studied new strains of coronavirus and captured bats that carry them in the natural environment. At the same time, the representatives of Metabiota themselves admit that, in fact, they are engaged in networking to ensure the work of the Pentagon and other U.S. agencies abroad. Oh, God, please, please mention Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> the Ukrainian Science and Technology Center and other U.S. Departments of Defense contractors were actively involved in these activities. We will look in more detail at their role in the implementation of the American military biological program, which has led to the deterioration of the epidemic situation in many regions of the world in the next debriefing. Uh, so, um, you know, did we, th there's not much new there that we didn't know. Um, the, let's see, Rumble is working great. Just a few quick drops of a sec or twos all. Okay. Um, well, it is what it is. WTYL.live, uh, folks, that's where you should go. Um, oh, I forgot to mention it in the housekeeping. All right. Um, what did I have after this? I think uh, RFK um, stories, but um, you know what? <laughs> this, this might be more apropos to play right now. Now, oh, shit. Um, globalist sodomite Yuval uh, Harari was on Lex Friedman uh, the other day, and uh, I thought I'd give it a listen and uh, see see what the uh, blown out arsehole of a scrot was saying. And um, look, I, I I found myself nodding in agreement with much of what he was saying. If he if he literally does have the concern that he alludes to with respect to what's going to happen to uh, the common people um, you and as we were discussing um, in the last stream the uh, the simple fact is is that many many jobs are just going to be automated away and you've got to well you've got to people that are at this, you know, select managerial level, um, the public face of the deeper networks, um, are, are scared of a mob that has time to think. And so they'll make it such that you don't think they will hijack your reward circuitry and turn you, well... <laughs> Blithering blobs uh, linked to f f mobile scrying mirrors, I guess, and uh, we're all we're all guilty. I'm afraid. Um, I'm like a crack addict in the morning when I get up. I've got to check, must check the uh, the news and developments of the day, and you know, I I get my little dopamine hits, and they're not so little at the moment as I watch the uh, implosion of proximal origin crews. Now, he's he's going to go off into a little uh, soliloquy about um, these 
well, let's just call them conspiracy theories. And you know, th this was one part where I wasn't nodding, nodding sagely in agreement. I was laughing at the uh, at the content of what it is that he was about to say. So let us uh, have a listen. I might speed it up a little, and then we'll then we'll get into uh, RFK. I think they mesh kind of nicely. Our body, our mind, it's a very, very bad idea to start manipulating a system that you don't understand deeply and we don't understand ourselves. So I have to ask you about an interesting... Oh, look, I, I, I agree with him there. I, I do. I do. I agree with him there. And, you know, the... Um, <laughs> thank you, DJ. What a bonus hole. <laughs> The um, I've lost my train of thought now. Oh yeah, just you know, um, tread very, very carefully with these complex systems, right? It's not a case of uh, you know just getting in those flexible trodes into uh, into brain vasculature and uh, away you go for uh, next gen brain machine interfaces um, the uh, relationships between those who are waging war pandemics etc etc across uh, and and interrupting your right to uh, the pursuit of uh, life life and happiness i don't know i can't, I can't remember the exact words of your uh, documents in the us there pursuit of liberty life and happiness whatever someone tell me in the chat cause evil and have bad intentions and this is, this is a, a very well-known story. It's not new. It's been there for thousands of years. It's very attractive. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's been around for thousands of years. Um, pe people kind of sit up and take notice when the, the kids go missing. <laughs> the... There's a particular, how should we say, shiftless uh, internationalist trading type that always seems to be causing problems. Uh, because first of all, it's simple. You don't, you don't have to understand everything that happens in the world. You just need to understand one thing. The war in Ukraine, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, 5G technology, COVID-19. It's simple. There is this global cabal. They do all, it, all of it. <laughs> Look, man, um, let's just say there's a uh, high K26R correlation <laughs> with all of the above. Oh, man. And also, it enables you uh, to shift all the responsibility to all the bad things that, is, that are happening in the world to this small cabal. Yeah. Um Lick spittles. That's spike protein and it's uh, gene transfection technologies. That's all your fault. Don't you forget it. Now get back in your kill box. <laughs> Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Thank you, <laughs> Nick. I knew it was someone like that. Oh, it's the Jews. It's the Freemasons. It's not us. And <laughs> the Jew. Always. Always comes through, folks. It's a... It's a... <laughs> It's a, it's a fact. It's like it's like uh, the law of gravity. It's always there, <laughs> always putting its fingers on the scales. 
and also it creates it, it, it creates this fantasy yeah it's like tribe member of the cabal tries to convince you there is no cabal <laughs> oh man <laughs> utopian fantasy if we only get rid of the small cabal we solved all the problems of the world salvation the israeli-palestinian conflict the war in ukraine the epidemics poverty everything is solved <laughs> now look um Again, uh, lower the K26R quotient in, uh, how should we say, critical decision-making sentence, and I'm sure, I'm sure we could have avoided uh, much of the, much of the bloodshed that we've seen in the last three years. Well, for the last few centuries, uh, if you want my opinion, but that's just me just by knocking out this small cabal so and it's simple it's attractive and this is why so many people believe it um it's again it's not new nazism was exactly this nazism began as a conspiracy theory we don't call nazism a conspiracy theory because oh it's a big thing it's an ideology but if you look at it it's a conspiracy theory the basic nazi idea was the jews control the world get rid of the jews you solved all the world's problems now the Oh, shout out to Uncle Adolfio, right? Um, <laughs> you know, what see Michael Jones call it? The, the revolutionary phenotype, genotype, phenotype. Oh, <laughs> I forget now. But, uh, you know, Rothschilds, uh, Karl Marx, uh, he was uh, he was a K two sixer, so they say. Tensi <laughs> says that's literally the solution, <laughs> final solution. <laughs> I'm not I'm not condoning that type of thinking. Not no sir, no way, no how, never. Um. Look, I would just can we can we just just put cards on the table and just say, look, these uh, this particular genotype phenotype group they engage in strong in group preference, right? That, such that they um, have this nepotistic penchant about them that makes sure that uh, theirs uh, continue to rise to the top, and uh, the. <laughs> the host society upon which they are parasitizing um, suffer uh, endlessly. And uh, again, you know, take a look around, my American cousins, as uh, you're being rinsed whilst uh, Ukraine. Again, look at the. Uh, again, I don't know when that clip was made with respect to the streets of Kiev, etc. And uh, all the nice cafes and the old old world style buildings and architecture. And then and then you've got Kensington, Philly. <laughs> yeah, it seems uh, 
Rumble was having problems with for people. Um, I'm not sure what to tell you. Oh, I haven't enabled the chat on. Uh, <sighs> do that for people that are in that. Now look, um, the whole thing with the lab origin discussion is that we have seen right now that the we have seen a small cabal engaging in conspiracy now not saying it was all k two six r's not at all um were there <laughs> were there high placed k two six r's that uh, benefited and promulgated the uh the the lies that were zoonosis natural spillover oh absolutely absolutely but um we must we must root out all of it and real quick chat and uh let's see wtyl okay yes it's coming up on the screen right now um Let's see, Metalus Fork says, and that in-group nepotism will be forever justified by invoking the six Garillion, etc. Quite the setup they have. Yeah, yeah. Look, man, oh, what, what I would say is learn from them. Learn from them. Do, the, do what they do. Emulate them, right? And, and beat them at their own game would be my advice. And, you know, make sure, make sure that you're not... Um, crumbling in the face of their uh, revolutionary spirit uh, as they try to deconstruct your world and we're going to see some examples of that right now um should i just skip to well i'll, I'll play this clip so because this is important um rfk is on the money again now look man i'm going to be applauding this man all the time that he's in there standing up and um saying the points that i've been trying to raise over the last um three years you know everyone should have a right to a path to redemption okay and you know if his past is somewhat checkered um look and we are all fallen right now and if he's uh if he's picked up the uh the battering ram and uh is leading the charge right now i'm i'm all for it and um it's just it's just uh solid gold just for entertainment purposes alone so the u.s won't investigate the wuhan lab take it away rfk why hasn't the biden administration punished china Punish China for what? For the lab oh, leak, for withholding PPE during the pandemic. I think one of the reasons we haven't investigated the Wuhan lab is because the U.S. government, not just through NIH, but through the CIA and through USAID, was actually funding the studies in the, U in the Wuhan lab. And we did a very, very big technology transfer of bioweapons technology to the Wuhan lab. And, and, uh, bioweapons technology that was developed at NIH expense. I think the CIA was involved in, uh, certainly in this research, they were funding it through USAID. And NIH, I think in the end, gave about $26 million in funding to the Wuhan lab. 
But USAID, which was functioning as a CIA surrogate, gave over $64 million, and the Pentagon also gave... <laughs> Boom! <laughs> now look, uh, <laughs> he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And, um, you know, the... I don't know. Look, I don't, those uh, sneaky ching-chongs, uh, you're going to have to watch them, right? Uh, especially after you've given over all your all your technology. And there was a little clip. I, I didn't grab it for the stream, but um, it was a clip from the CCP congressional hearing. And I was like, 44 key areas, something like that, and 37 of them china has parity or now leads and is in position to engage in monopoly practices basically and um you know i don't know how much of this was uh long-term planning or just uh an, an emergent property out of uh the machinations of kissinger etc but um no. You had it good, America. You had it good, and uh, you fritted it away. And whilst frittering away your industrial base, um, you decided to engage in this this next gen bioweapons approach. Uh, may want to rethink your priorities somewhat. I would say. Oh, I want to say. Uh, Shout out to um, Erd, I will say, uh, for a dono. Someone, someone at least wants to uh, look after the animals in the zoo. And uh, you can have, I think, uh, with attentions being what they are. Well, boys, I reckon this is it. Nuclear combat toe-to-toe with the Ruskies. of living. What does this have to do with the everyday lives of Americans, the thing that the Republican Party said that they would focus on if they had control of the House? Why would the Republican leadership in the committee majority give a hearing and a platform to the witnesses today, specifically to Mr. Kennedy? A man, a man who has been uh, silenced <laughs> by the uh by the establishment i wish i could make out the names there i can make out rfk does anyone know who the other people are with respect to i guess their free speech rights have been trampled that's why they're they're witnesses but i guess i should sit and watch this whole um this whole senate hearing but uh oh. Uh, <laughs> I just got I just got a look at the full full size picture of the, <laughs> at the clip from of the image from DJ Dude <laughs> please <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Bonus holes galore. <laughs> so I switched in the important bit. <laughs> Your constitutional rights. <laughs> hey, I should just keep that up. I want to keep that one. For... I need that as a PNG. <laughs> I need to, like webhooks when uh, someone does send a donor to feed that bleak. Um, just uh, <laughs> can have that one pop into the corner. Instead of uh, instead of Epstein or one of the two, have them both do it. <laughs> Hang on, I wanted to look at this document, this USAID, before I before I get on. Uh, da, 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 da. This project was designed to assist twenty West and Central African countries in the eradication of smallpox, control of measles. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, during this period, US advisors were engaged in activities aimed at bringing about an orderly transition. What what am I supposed to be um, getting from this uh, bit of text? Uh, could you give me a, a couple of bullet points, please, Saint Nick? I'll be grateful. Um, <laughs> what's that? Yes, we must uh, we must censor that RFK Junior. His speech is uh, getting a bit too close to home. Goddamn lick spills. They're finding out. Oi, wait. A man who has recently claimed that COVID-19 is targeted to attack Caucasians and black people. The people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese. Now, look. <laughs> this is what the computational predictions were saying. Okay. Now, how much that's played out in real life, I don't think we'll ever know because uh, of the destruction of the control groups via gene transfection. But the um, all all those papers are saying is that there's a propensity for all all are at risk. Just the binding is um, s reduced, and its reduction is uh, most pronounced in the K two six R carrier group. And not only that. But it's a case of Jewish lightning striking twice that uh, they also have uh, adv advantageous polymorphisms with respect to the Führing cleavage site. Now, you could just say, oh, that's just one of those things. But it's those two sites which are most suspicious with respect to engineering. And look. I'm I'm not prepared to let that slide all the time that Israel has um, ambiguity and doesn't allow inspection of its biowarfare facilities, which everyone knows that they have, like everyone knows that they've got nuclear weapons, etc., etc. Okay, it would be stupid to not follow through and make sure that they are signatories to any other treaties that are forthcoming hopefully as the 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 
the ubermensch are looking down and saying, oh, God, those undermensch are getting a bit uppity right now. We better soothe them with uh, some treaties, tell them that we're taking them seriously and we're not here just uh, using and abusing them. Um, but the... <sighs> the, the long and the short of it is, um, uh, I haven't, I haven't put it in the dojo memes yet. Um, the big trouble in little China one is fire. Yes, it was very, very good. Um, <laughs> but let's, let's just listen, right? It's, it's a perfectly legitimate scientific and political and social question to be asking right now. It's that simple. You can't you can't shut down someone's speech because it makes you uncomfortable. It doesn't fit your woke worldview that there's no such thing as race. And before that, in his film Medical Racism, the New Apartheid, that film stated that COVID-19 vaccines do not work for black children because of their quote kick at kick ass kind of immune system <laughs> look man i don't know where that's it's paying you a compliment what's the matter with you it's literally like what's what's going on in this bitch's head right now is the fact that ideologically she cannot countenance that there could be a difference right now between races between cohort groups but look we know the molecular biology the genomics tells us so right there's there's a reason that we do genome wide association studies etc we can look at these groups and say oh they carry a specific gene that puts them at risk for you know things like uh, sickle cell anemia um Oh dear. <laughs> Did you make that call? <laughs> I'll bring it up in a minute. I'll I'll try and keep it in the corner of my eye. Um let's let's carry on. That hyper superhuman subhuman kind of language. No! <laughs> How dare you use language that we don't approve of, Lixbill? <laughs> also said he also said even in Hitler's Germany, you could cross the Alps to Switzerland. You could hide in an attic like Anne Frank did to imply Jews in Nazi Germany had more freedoms than unvaccinated Americans during the COVID-19. Now look, um, issues aside about uh, Anne Frank's diary being written in uh, ballpoint, um, the... <laughs> It's, it's what we're not allowed to make these uh, historical uh, analogies. Um, that's verboten speech in this in these people's world. This is this is why the technocracy is so dangerous because these are the technocrats who will decide whether you get to eat or not that week because you've transgressed and stepped into some social minefield that you weren't aware of. <laughs> pandemic now many of my republican colleagues across the dice will rush to cover 
that they have Mr. Kennedy here because they want to protect his free speech. <laughs> now, um, that's uh, that's quite a poker face, I have to admit. That they do not believe in American censorship. This is not the kind of free speech that I know of. The free listen, bitch. <laughs> you either have free speech. Or you don't. It's that simple. Okay, <laughs> now let's see where this this degrades into with respect to uh, woke woke pearl clutching. Free speech that is protected by the Constitution's First Amendment, but free speech is not an absolute. The Supreme Court has stated that. Yeah, um, no shouting fire in a uh, crowded theatre. I mean, most people are aware of. Um, that particular um, moral hazard. But the simple fact is that we live in this age now where these technologies are coming to fruition and they're, they're coming in ever, ever shorter increments. It's exponential, as it were. And if, if we can't have the discussion about what these technologies mean, especially when they're being wielded by technocrats who are determined to make sure that they keep the caviar coming, the steaks coming, the champagne flowing, whilst you get cricket paste. <laughs> you're gonna have, you're gonna have, well, it's not a world that I want to live in, okay? And, um, these motherfuckers, they think they've got their privileged spot and they ain't letting it go. And if it means, you know, <laughs> I hate to use the term white knighting, black knighting uh, in particular for your, for your um, woke ideology riding in without fully understanding the ramifications of what it is that you're arguing for or against. Well, you know, I'm, I'm always going to be uh, trying to raise the issue, raising my voice uh, as little as it does matter. But, um, you know, it has budged the needle collectively with other people with respect to lab origins. And the lab origins is there as a benchmark for you with respect to how much you can see that the institutes are f these fucking people, man. <laughs> there is a reason there's a first... First Amendment, Second Amendment, right? And the Second Amendment makes sure that the First Amendment stays true and on target. Things such as the replacement theory that says that brown people are replacing good white Americans here in this country? Is that not the case? Is, is it not the case that uh, they're making up less and less uh, of the uh, extant population of the US? Uh, the millions that are crossing uh, unimpeded across the southern border? They don't have, they don't, they're not allowed the right to uh, question government policy on this uh, on these particular policy decisions.
The people of Europe, uh, they're not allowed to question their betters as they get replaced by third worlders who are prepared to put up with uh, far, far worse working conditions that their forefathers, <laughs> their fathers, 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 fathers fought for that they, weren't, they wouldn't be um, crushed under the uh, weight of industrial accidents through sloppy practices. Um, these are, again, these are all questions that... Sh should be being discussed and again they they wished to cry try and shut it down they don't want you talking about it because it's dangerous to them let's not remember that this country first belonged to brown native american people it's a rally and uh yeah they lost it and got conquered <laughs> now look regardless of the uh historical uh how should we say, creation of the United States from uh, the competing elements that were landing on the American continent. Um, you know, two wrongs don't make a right in, in this particular instance. And um, look, <laughs> in the UK, where I came from, it was, uh, they were all white, all white ancestors, all before me, so, so white. <laughs> Goes back uh, hundreds of thousands of years. But uh, if we, can, we can't, we can't, uh, we can't fall on that excuse when we raise an eyebrow at the uh, head choppers and uh, mass rapists that uh, are coming into our... <laughs> Our systems now. Hang on, where did I? Where did I see? You know, just just for the type of absurdity, right? That this is this is what people are um, fuming about. Right? Child protection boss paid off with a hundred and thirty-four thousand after failing to speak out about abuse by Pakistani gangs is rehired as a consultant within 24 hours on £1,000 a day. Deputy Children's Commissioner... Oh, I see it's been... <laughs> <laughs> Sue... Uh, can I make that bigger, maybe? Sue Berowalitz... Open bracket, 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 K26R, close bracket, bracket, bracket. Uh, criticised for not speaking out about sexual abuse by British Pakistani gangs. She took voluntary redundancy from a £100,000 a year job on April 30th and received a payoff worth 134000 But the next day, she was rehired to lead inquiry into family child abuse that she had been, charged in, she'd been in charge of in her former role. <laughs> Hashtag. The Jew. Always, always <laughs> comes through, folks. Always. It's the law of nature. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> what's, uh, what's her name? Barbara Spector. Barbara Lerner Spector, right? He was like, yes, these Euro nations, we must break them.
rallying cry for bigotry and hate. There are members of no, it's not. It's not. It's about actually normalizing the playing fields and have them be perhaps somewhat more more in tune with how nature had evolved rather than the uh, rank <sighs> deconstructionism that comes from a, how should we say, the revolutionary mindset. So the Republican conference who also frequently suggests that Americans have to deal with COVID rules as the same as oppression of Nazi Germany. Indeed, some... Yeah, some could argue it was worse. At least in Nazi Germany, it was just the K26Rs getting uh, experimented on, if you believe that. <laughs> now everyone gets it. Some <laughs> have even questioned whether the Holocaust took place. We have staffers who openly follow white supremacy without any condemnation of the Republican conquerors. Um, now, you know, what does she mean by white supremacy? <laughs> Again, what, that they're, um, they're using the word Chad? They're going to church and uh, reciting the Latin mass, perhaps? Uh, <laughs> they are part of the Orthodox Christian community, you know. Is that the type of white supremacy she's talking about? What do you mean clipping, son? Clipping? Clipping how? Do my game turn up a little too much? Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Is it better now? Some give it chuckles, slaps on the back, shrugs, all under the mantra of free speech. Yes, bitch. Suck it up. It's a free country. You absolutely have a right to say what you believe. <laughs> DJ says at least we know COVID happened. Oh, touche, bro. <laughs> but you don't have the right to a platform, public or private. We don't have to... Who the fuck you? Fuck you. Um, what's, what's the saying? Um, safe speech doesn't need protection. Right. This, this, this was sort of understood, right? The, the ACLU would just be, uh, well, you know, it, it wasn't that long ago that they were, they were supporting the rights of uh, Ku Klux Klan Nazis to go marching through uh, K26R neighborhoods, right? It was, it was understood that it was this, this powerful um, guiding principle. No, now, now we're getting um, speech enforced by diktat, bureaucratic diktat. And the disturbing thing is, is that is what will be incentivized to be encoded into deep learning, machine learning architecture that's going to be governing you. Give one of the largest platforms of our democracy, Congress, this hearing, our right does not mean that we as Americans are not free from accountability. And that's what's distressing about this hearing. Even knowing what they know about Mr. Kennedy's hateful, evidence-free rhetoric, and even though they've invited any... Um, let him bring the evidence. And let's see, let's discuss it. But they, they don't want to do that they would rather go off on there is that there's he's just making shit up 
but he's not. He's not. And all the time that he's... He's bringing forward these points and dropping them. <laughs> and, you know, it aligns so well with uh, what I've been arguing for. He must, you must support him in this instance. To, to not do so is to, um, well, you're, you're sealing your own fate and that of your children. Any number of witnesses to make their point. Speaker McCarthy, Chairman Jordan, affirmatively chose to give this a platform. They intentionally chose to elevate this rhetoric to give these harmful, dangerous views a platform in the halls of the United States Congress. That's endorsing that speech. That's not just supporting free speech. No, it's not. And again, this, it's Orwellian, it's... <laughs> It's literally, it's literally Bolshevism that you're listening to, um, trying to state its case here. And they, they want to be the moral arbiters of your existence. You must resist, America. You must. You're our last hope. They have co-signed on idiotic bigoted messaging. There's, it's a conscious choice. There's no doubt as to why they're making the choice. It's not to, engar, to guard free speech or to ensure equality for all. All of this, as you'll hear throughout this hearing, is to show us by their conduct over and over and again that any attack on Joe Biden to get Donald Trump... <laughs> this is all... Oh God, man! The partisan politics and playing, playing the race card because of it. This, this is why you must defang the race card. You must be able to walk through the flames of it and then poke them in the eye and just say it does. It's, it's inconsequential to the scientific papers from the National Library. Why is it that Pfizer would try to get a seventy-five-year moratorium? on its internal documents with respect to its gene transfection technology rollout. We either have full transparency or we have none at all. It's that simple. Back in the White House is what they need to do. They think that by hurting the Biden administration, by putting Mr. Kennedy on display, they have said that he's only running for censorship. I think people run for the president of the United States because they want to advance the American people. When Jabby Prepper says RFK is just saying things McCann said two years ago, you, sir, are correct. You're correct. Hello. <laughs> RFK may have a little more tact than I do, but, uh, you know, he can he can afford to. I've got a scrape of living outside the system now for uh, standing up and speaking my mind three years ago. And pointing to these uh, inconsistencies in the uh, orthodox narrative that they're trying to force up your bonus hole. Uh, let's see. AKLM says, I'm registered Dem. I'll vote for RFK like I voted for Bernie. DNC will steal the primary for O'Biden. Whomever they believe will prolong their criminal system. So then I'll vote for Trump like last. Um, very likely. And, you know... 
maybe we could see a Trump RFK um, merger. I don't know. I don't know. Um, we'll see, I guess. Over the last eight months, the extreme MAGA majority has spent its time, not to mention tons of taxpayer money, something that they're always so <laughs> cautious about, on baseless investigations that have gone... <laughs> That's rich coming from these fuckers. Oh, my Russiagate. Oh. Where? All in an effort to serve as a legislative arm of the Trump campaign and discredit any agency that dares to hold the president or those that work with him or who have the same ideals that he has accountable for those that are such as white supremacy, such as election deniers, such as insiders and those who engage in the riots of January 6th. Truth be told, I have no uh, idea Matthew, I have, whether the... Uh, uh, sorry. Who put that? Um, Attentsy. Um, the... I have that clip next. <laughs> we'll play it. So... Chairman actually believes any of the stuff. I don't. It's not a question I've asked him or one that's necessarily even important. But it's clear that one aim of his investigation is to bully tech and media companies into turning a blind eye to right-wing extremists... <laughs> Oh my God, we're going to lose our chokehold on the uh, the information infrastructure. We can't have that. The people will start thinking for themselves. Oh my God. Conspiracies from QAnon to the Great Replacement Theory as they spread across their platforms, even when those theories violate very basic terms of service about deliberate... <laughs> Lick spill. You've violated your terms of service. Give me in your kill box. <laughs> I would say uh, thank you to uh, Matt and uh, the Dono Fund for... Come on, feed that blick. Otherwise, uh, otherwise his brother's going to poison him. All right, what should we have for uh, this before we get to the next clip? But fuck well, 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 damn it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I've got a new one. <laughs> I've got a new one that I want to put on a stinger, but I'll, I'll, I'll air it right now. It's just great. I've got, I've got to trim it a little bit, but um, where is it? Where did I put it? Just uh, it, it goes in the pan Arab Chad collection. Um, <laughs> I think that was White Lung Kung Fu dropped that in there. God bless those Pan Arab Chads. What can I say? All right. Now, um, as part of this commissional hearing, um, they tried to pull this stunt and. Uh, the Jew. 
Debbie Wasserman Schultz has put forward a motion to censor RFK from further testimony. How are they? Point of order pursuant to House Rule 11, Clause 2, which Mr. Kennedy is violative of, I move to <coughs> move into executive session because Mr. Kennedy has repeatedly made despicable anti Semitic. <laughs> Check that, Schnoz. <laughs> and anti-Asian comments as recently as last week. Rule 11, Clause 2 says, whenever it is asserted by a member of the committee that the evidence or testimony at a hearing may tend to defame, degrade, or incriminate any person, or it is asserted by a witness that the evidence or testimony that the witness would give at a hearing may tend to defame, degrade, or incriminate the witness. Uh, yeah. Don't you speak about those uh, predicted advantageous polymorphism slick spills. <laughs> Don't you dare! And it goes on. Mr. Kennedy, uh, among many other things, has said, I know a lot now about bioweapons. We put out hundreds of millions of dollars in, into ethnically targeted microbes. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19, there is an... <laughs> this is true. This is true, folks. ...argument that it is ethnically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races disproportionately. The races that are most immune to COVID-19 are... The lady making a motion or a speech? I, and I've made a motion to move into executive session because Mr. Mr. Kennedy's testimony... Mr. Chairman, I move to table motion. Oof. Oof. She used to be the DNC chairwoman during Hillary Clinton's run. Uh, yeah, oof, what a... What a toxic bag of estrogen. The gentleman from Kentucky has moved to table. Mr. Mr. Chairman, I ask for a roll call vote on the, on the motion to table. Well, let me ask the question. The question is on the motion to table. The gentlelady has asked for a roll call vote. The clerk will, will have to step back for a second. The clerk will have to come in. We'll call the roll on the motion to table, and then we can get back to testimony. I think the witnesses can sit in the chairs sitting behind. Um, I'll leave that up to the clerks. If the clerks are comfortable with that, yeah, why don't we do that? Maybe we can go right down here. Mr. 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 Chairman, point of order. Gentleman from Louisiana. Is it the custom of this committee to censor viewpoints that we disagree with from witnesses? Mr. Chairman, I have That's a not a point of <laughs> Come on, America, we're rooting for you. I have a order. motion on the table. There's a motion and the vote's been moving called. Moving to the We're waiting, for, we're waiting for the clerks. Is violative of waiting Rule 11, clause 2. Waiting for the clerks. Okay. Clerk will call the roll. Mr. Jordan. Yes. Mr. Jordan votes yes. Mr. Issa. Mr. Massey. Yes, to not censor. Mr. Massey votes yes. Mr. Stewart. Yes. Mr. Stewart votes yes. Mr. Ms. Stefanik. Yes. Ms. Stefanik votes yes. Mr. Gates. Mr. Johnson of Louisiana. Yes. Mr. Johnson of Louisiana votes yes. Mr. Armstrong. Yes. Mr. Armstrong votes yes. Mr. Subi. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Bishop votes yes. Ms. Kamak. Yes. Ms. Kamak votes yes. Ms. Hageman. Yes. Ms. Hageman votes yes. Ms. Poskett. No, I want to follow the rules that the Republicans made. At oh, God. <laughs> the beginning of this uh, conference with these house rules so no miss pascat votes no mr lynch no mr lynch votes no miss sanchez no because it's violative of the rules miss sanchez votes no miss wasserman schultz no to allowing a witness to degrade and this is not others. <laughs> shut it bitch look at that face <laughs> that like maybe it's the low resolution but uh it literally looks like uh the the possessed faced from the exorcist. Does it violate the rules 
and not have his testimony and degradation and amplified rather than Shut it, bitch. Come on. Move on. Then given an executive session. Ms. Wasserman Schultz votes no. Mr. Connolly? No to the Soviet Politburo. Mr. Connolly votes no. Mr. Garamendi? No. Mr. Garamendi votes no. Mr. Allred? Ms. Garcia? No. Ms. Garcia votes no. Mr. Goldman? No to hate speech. Mr. Goldman votes <laughs> Ah, suck it up. Votes no. Jeez. Mr. Gates? Yes. Mr. Gates? Aye. Mr. Gates votes aye. Clerk will report. Mr. Chairman, there are 10 ayes and 8 noes. Uh, Come on, America! We're rooting for you. We're rooting for you. Safe speech doesn't need protection. Okay? It's that simple. All right. Um, so, moving on from there. Uh, so, you know, proximal implosion, of course. Uh, we're all familiar with the uh, Slack messages. We've covered that a few times. But... <laughs> Overnight, there's been some gems. Uh, this from uh, Peer of the Realm. Uh, you can be sure that his bonus hole got stretched at Oxbridge. Um, <laughs> whilst, uh, whilst they're going around calling you um, conspiracy theorists and a uh, <laughs> backstabbing their own colleagues and uh, what have you, Apparently, this was tabled uh, in the last 24 hours. Um, so, several measures targeting oversight of safety at biological research labs, plus a new FOIA exemption for lab accident data, a part of Pandemic and All Hazards Preparedness and Response Act reauthorization bill receiving hearing today by GOP Help. Help. CMTE Dems, more in this thread. Bill would create a no-fault reporting system for biolab accidents, make information collected exempt from public disclosure under the Freedom of Information Act, also calls for review of federal select agent program and a proposal for creating an integrated oversight framework. There is currently no universal mandatory system for reporting of safety breaches in biological labs, making it difficult to identify issues, trends, and improve safety. Some experts have long advocated for creating anonymous, non-punitive reporting system to encourage reporting. Now, look, I can kind of see the merit um, in something like that, and maybe the the any repercussions should be done within the institute itself etc just just so they can get a handle on the uh the statistics of laboratory failures but you know there's the other issues that are looming over the horizon and it's just the issue around the ethics of the uh the technology uh, that's going to be emergent over the coming years the decades and um you know that we've we've just gone the opposite direction, and we've just incentivized um, that particular research direction. And the God knows where that ends up. Probably not a good place uh, for you, my untermensch friends. All right. So moving on, on, on. I want to get want to get move on. So a um, couple of. Uh, 
Thailand medical uh, report. So uh, great news. COVID-19 cases starting to rise in the United Kingdom, United States, Guatemala, Romania, and Singapore. Dot, dot, dot. COVID-19 is over. Now, I'm not going to um, read this. I don't know. Can I spot any uh, top-tier Thailand medical editorializing here? Um, but I'm going to read the next one. So Japan facing a COVID-19 catastrophe with emergence of a new SARS-CoV-2 sub-lineages driving disease severity while authorities try to underplay situation. And uh, <laughs> old Shogun Rikasu got a taste of that over uh, the last few weeks. Um, but let's move on. Uh, See, researchers and scientists are sounding warnings that urgent studies are needed on the emerging SARS-CoV-2 sublineages that are currently circulating in Japan. They're not only driving a surge in COVID-19 infections, but also a surge in disease severity as evident by rising hospitalizations. COVID-19 hospitalizations have increased at an exponential rate in the last three weeks across all prefectures in Japan, literally driving public health care to the verge of collapse. Now, I, I want to know where people are getting these uh, data from. Um, the country has seen a rise in COVID-19 cases for eight straight weeks since May 8th when it downgraded the disease to states on par with seasonal flu. The number of new hospital cases stands at 6,096 in the week through July 9th, up from 5,494 a week before, and is still increasing at an alarming rate. Local Japanese experts are warning that Japan's ninth wave sorry, uh, of COVID-19 infections is continuing with the average number of new cases reported by around 5,000 designated medical institutes in the week through July 9th, standing at 9.14, up from 7.24 a week before. COVID-19 cases are seen rising at alarming rate in 45 of the nation's 47 prefectures, but the increases stand out in western Japan. Okinawa Prefecture continues to see by far the highest number of patients per institution at 41.67, though that is down slightly from 48.39 a week before. The Kyushu region has seen major increases, particularly in Kagoshima, Miyazaki and Kumamoto prefectures. According to local COVID-19 news reports, during the recent seven-day period, 45,108 cases of COVID-19 were reported in 45 of 47 prefectures or subdivisions in Japan. Experts are predicting that the trend will continue amid high heat, declining population level immunity and the start of the holiday season. Warnings are also being issued that the elderly and young children are at high risk. <laughs> That's why I wanted to read this one. While some stupid experts in certain Southeast Asian countries lacking any proper international credentials and also garbage media that are basically low-end news aggregators run by Australians and British in Asia who could not make it in their own home countries are claiming that the EG... <laughs> Man, I love Thailand Medical. <laughs> It's really causing mild infections. Japanese physicians are sounding alarms of various kinds of anomalies that they have never witnessed before besides just disease severity. For instance, seemingly healthy individuals testing positive for COVID-19 with mild symptoms for a few days, suddenly deteriorating at a rapid phase and dying from COVID-19. High fevers that last for days despite usage of antipyretic medications are also another anomaly commonly seen. The EG 5.1 sublineages are evolving at an unprecedented phase and spawning many concerning sublineages itself with unique mutations. 
It's now being speculated that some of these new EG5.1 sublineages could be driving disease severity and could also emerge as new variants of concerns with threat levels similar to Delta, if not worse, and studies are currently underway to ascertain this. Now, again, why, why do I sort of fixate on Japan? Because I think it's one of the best yardsticks we have with which to measure the um, the disease itself and also the impact from gene transfection. Japan is one of the most vaccinated countries in the world. High, high compliance, high compliance with mask wearing, etc., etc. Um, I did the reports about there are surging RSV and herpangina infections. Um, some doctors speculate that previous COVID-19 infections and also the vaccinations are driving immunodeficiency issues among the local masses, making them more susceptible to other infections. And pediatricians are concerned that the innate immune systems of children are also being badly affected. While Japan is undergoing a health crisis, local authorities there are finding ways to underplay the situation by censoring and restricting not only local coverages of what is happening, but more so censoring all foreign coverages of COVID news and SARS-CoV-2 research developments, while only focusing on the vaccines as the solutions to the COVID-19 crisis, most probably being pressured by the WEF, WHO and the American government that is forcing most other governments to adopt such strategies. Leaders are also advised to monitor what is brewing in the next few weeks in countries like South Korea, Singapore, China, Taiwan, Philippines, Myanmar, Vietnam, and Cambodia. And yes, I'm inclined to uh, agree. And you know, <laughs> this is um, this is a de facto demonstration that um, the interventions are, are not vaccines; they are at best a palliative. And if they haven't worked in Japan, there's no reason that they should be working anywhere else. So, and it's a shame, man, that they stop collecting their data. Easy to aggregate, but you know, I guess we can keep an eye on the death numbers, as it were. Um, it does seem to be affecting kids. So a quarter of all students are absent due to corona and fever. Schools will be closed from 18th to 21st. Yada, yada, yada. Um, school in uh, Fukuoka. Uh, not sure where that is, but um, again, um, it's it's definitely there's definitely something um, going through the the populace. Like I say, my my family got ill oh, about a month or two more than that now. Two two months ago, I want to say, and it hit the kids. It went through the whole family one by one. And then got me in the end. Um, uh, it wasn't wasn't anywhere near my first run with um, SARS, but it could have it could have been that or um, norovirus, one of the two. Um, saw in um, well th those that have Alzheimer and dementia-like disorders, and it started to tail down, and then. Gene transfection was initiated, and it starts going back up uh, again. You know, could be could be the virus itself, could be the um, gene transfection. Um, we're we're still finding out. Anyone that tells you that they are certain they know what's going on is lying to you. Okay, we don't. All we all we do is just have these um, edge cases with respect to well, not edge cases. So. 
consistent pattern. But um, the <laughs> let's see, did they use ivermectin in Japan? Yes, yes. Um, it's freely available in Japan. So make of that what you will. Uh, let's see. Um, Mudan Bean says, I bet it's those 5G clones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, trying to be holding to that line, right, when, when you've got this real-world data that just <laughs> flies in the face of your uh, groundbreaking, ground, groundbreaking, breaking uh, theory is... Um, Oh, that's bizarre. Uh, let me just check if uh, anyone else is uh, feeding the plantation. You are all Janet Yellens, except Matt and Karma Doc. Poor Simon. <laughs> um. Let's see. Did that, did that. All right, so I want to get to this no i'll skip that so of course uh, i've been trying to work through this um, special edition in neurobiology of disease brack hypothesis of go away <laughs> the pathogenesis of parkinson's disease so um we were somewhere in this in the middle of this article and I'm determined to finish it, which is upregulation of alpha-synuclein following immune activation, possible trigger of Parkinson's disease. And again, with you could sort of swap out Parkinson's disease and, and put in there um, neurodegenerative disorders. Like Parkinson's disease, is, it's not such an accurate diagnosis nowadays. Um, because it it clusters into different different types, etc., and so um, we just pull it Parkinson's as a a catch-all. But let us—I can't exactly remember where I, where we were, but you know this is a um, interesting plot. So protein transcripts, sorry, protein transcripts per million of alpha synuclein expression by tissue and immune cell type. And what do we see is we see that myeloid and plasmacytoid dendritic cells are the two with the highest load of um, alpha-synuclein peptides. And that, that should be of um, concern when we know about the DC sign targeting properties of SARS itself. And we we want to understand the um, how Im immune dysregulation would cause alpha synuclein to misfold and become a prion of concern. Yeah, so we'll. I think we were just doing the. Um, the, the normal functions of uh, alpha-synuclein. So um, pathophysiological effects of alpha-syn in disease. I think this is a good place to start. So um, 
duplication, triplication, I remember reading this, and point mutations of the SNCA gene are associated with autosomal dominant forms of Parkinsonism, suggesting that alpha-syn plays a role in the pathogenesis of PD. Moreover, the accumulation of alpha-syn oligomers and the formation of fibrilla aggregates are features of the neuropathology, also in non-inherited sporadic syn nucleopathies. Several factors can favor the oligomerization and eventual fibrillization of alpha-syn monomers. They include certain post-translational modifications of alpha-syn, oxidative damage to the protein, e.g. due to production of ROS following mitochondrial dysfunction, and possibly the phenomenon of molecular crowding when cytosolic levels of alpha-syn are increased. Increased levels of alpha-syn can be the consequence of e.g. elevated dream transcription or decreased degradation due to aging-related failure of the autophagy lysosomal system. Mitochondrial dysfunction hypothesis shows how environmental stresses can lead to aggregation of alpha-syn. The following section discusses the functions of alpha-syn in the immune system and how immune dysregulation of alpha-syn aggregation might interact, leading to neuroinflammation and neurodegeneration. So the immune system and alpha synuclein. It's fucking hot. <laughs> Neuroinflammation and alpha syn accumulation are both features of neurodegenerative diseases. Several recent findings have shown that alpha syn can influence the immune response, and conversely, the immune system can impact alpha syn levels and structure. In the following sections, we will first discuss the known function of alpha-syn in each immune cell and the ability of the cell to respond to alpha-syn, followed by how these functions are disrupted in model systems, as well as what is known regarding changes in the abundance and function of immune cells in PD. It should be noted that molecular species, monomeric, oligomeric or fibrilla of alpha-syn that are used may vary between laboratories and could potentially explain some of the differences reported. So the innate immune system. Recently, several associations between changes in the innate immune system, first line of defense against pathogens or insults, and PD have been described. They include alterations in the number of peripheral immune cells in PD patients, genes associated with PD being linked to immune cell functions, and a potential autoimmune component of PD due to alterations in major histocompatibility complex. As discussed earlier, alpha-syn can disrupt snare complex, leading to decreased trafficking of cell surface receptors, which also has the potential to affect the immune system by changing immune cell signaling. Finally, the initiation of immune response to alpha-syn reviewed below indicates alpha-syn may act as an activator of the sterile immune response and could underlie a systemic chronic immune response in PD patients. phages and monocytes. These two cell types with phagocytosis of one of their primary roles have been suggested to play a role in PD and to interact with alpha-syn pathobiology. First, monocytes are circulating phagocytic cells that can leave the circulation and give rise to macrophages and dendritic cells. During infection, monocytes will increase the expression of toll-like receptor 4 in response to pro-inflammatory cytokines. Second, peripheral macrophages are abundant in most peripheral tissues. Their primary roles include 
Another study found that monocytes shed CD163 after activation with monomeric or fibrilla alpha-syn and found PD patients had increased soluble CD163 in the CSF. I mean, that's it's just invasion of immune cells into the central nervous system. And, you know, the... Look, the older you get, right, the more leaky your blood-brain barrier becomes and the you know you've got to you got to check out somehow um you got got to leave room for the kids to come through uh <clears throat> in support of a potential involvement of monocytes in pd it was recently reported that patients with isolated rapid eye movement sleep behave disorder exhibited increased levels of peripheral classical monocytes Furthermore, the level of TLR4 expression on these cells correlated with the degree of immune activation in the substantia nigra measured through PET scan. Over 90% of patients with IRBD developed synucleopathy within two decades after diagnosis. Therefore, this study demonstrates that monocytes may play a role in early PD. You know, so what are, what are you to do? You see, like, I guess, you know, the... Vitamin D, right? High-dose vitamin D and fish oils would be sort of immediate go-to, right? Try, try, to, try to suppress the overactivity of the immune system. But uh, you're just you're opening up the way for tumors and other, other things to take you out. Um, so it's very, very difficult balancing act. Um, See. Following alpha-syn overexpression, monocytes were observed entering the CNS, specifically localizing the neurons overexpressing alpha-syn within the substantia nigra. Interestingly, in the absence of CCR2 monocytes, dopamine neurons did not degenerate when exposed to pathogenic alpha-syn in this animal model. That is interesting. Mm. So if you could selectively take out... Um, CCR2 monocytes. You might preserve dopaminergic function. What are the downsides of D3? Well, it's 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 immunosuppressive, right? That's why that's why people take it, and you know the thinking why it's maybe maybe beneficial in those who are you know, people like my age, right? You you you're gonna. Um, it's, again, it's a fine balancing act. You you need inflammation, and you need to be able to activate the immune system to deal with um, pathogens and other other aggravations to the body that shouldn't be there. And the but that it's chronic activation. It's believed leads to a multitude of neurodegenerative conditions. Um, you know, someone someone who's young and getting and is outside and getting the activity that they need, etc. Um, shouldn't need vitamin D supplementation, in my opinion. Now, my kids might because they don't go outside, sitting there playing bloody Roblox all day. But um, you know, you've got to 
should you be taking you know 20,000 units a day probably not um i think well, what's the what's the sweet spot i don't know people say 2 5,000 units per day uh, again it, find what works best for you i'd say uh, let's see. While there is still relatively little data on monocytes in PD, the preliminary findings described above indicate that CD163 monocytes may play on okay. uh, Macrophage response to alpha-sin. So studies suggest that alpha-sin might participate in phagocytic function and vesicle release in peripheral macrophages, notably in transgenic mice. Overexpression of alpha-sin led to a 50% reduction in macrophage phagocytic activity and decreased cytokine exocytosis due to Reduced uptake of cellular debris, these mice exhibited elevated levels of anti-nuclear antibodies, and the alpha-sin overexpression led to a general pro-inflammatory response. Hmm. Different paradigm exposing macrophages to exogenous alpha-sin leads to the polarization of macrophages to a pro-inflammatory phenotype. Macrophages primarily utilize the TLR4 pathway to respond to alpha-sin with some involvement of MyD88, TLR2. However, another study indicated the response of macrophages to alpha sin is <laughs> just a. I was going to drop an Uncle Adolfio joke in there, but um, <laughs> I'll move on. There's time. It's a serious time now. Do the, do the neuroscience, Dr. McCann. Enough of you. Enough of you larking about on camera. Um, the conflicting. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, indicated response of macrophages to alpha sin is driven by instead TLR2 signaling. The conflicting data might be due to differences in the molecular forms of alpha sin used by different laboratories because disparate alpha sin conformers likely activate toll like receptors to varying extents. Ligomeric alpha sin has the highest affinity for toll like receptor 4 and induces the strongest pro inflammatory response measured through the release of tumor necrosis factor alpha. Interleukin 1 beta. Alpha synuclein aggregates can also stimulate murine bone marrow derived macrophages, causing phosphorylation of signal transducer and activator of transcription STAT1 and STAT3, which are two transcription factors involved in the inflammatory response. In fact, when a Janus kinase slash STAT inhibitor was used prior to the stimulation with alpha syn aggregates in vivo, MHC2 expression and T-cell recruitment decreased, indicating a diminished pro-inflammatory response. This shows that alpha-syn aggregation stimulates specific intracellular pathways in macrophages with an ultimate impact on other types of immune cells with the potential of powerfully regulating the immune response. Um, do, 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 do. Figure 2, summary of data on immune cell function in SNCA null models receptor expression known to interact with alpha syn blue okay in response to the protein orange each cell type is shown yeah so looking this supposed to yeah that's not very helpful bigger all right so microglia that's uh, that's 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 where the meat and potatoes really are because that's again that's your central nervous system's um, last last line of defense. Just... 
And Bean says, off to bed. You have a good night, sir. Um, interrupt the spike reproductive cycle, says St. Nick. Um, well, the, pro the issue you have is um, tissue penetrance, right? So... You can you can find all sorts of molecules that will disaggregate um, misfolded proteins, etc. And but they just never never quite translate to functional functional molecules clinically. And the problem is that you know by the time you've you're displaying symptoms. Right, the the damage is kind of done. It's just a question of how much you can slow it down, and that again, that will depend on many many different factors. I guess the important part is, yeah, um, don't don't abuse yourself too much in your younger years. I know that's a hard message to take on board. It's one that I ignored blithely for. <laughs> For many, uh, many a decade, um, and you know, avoid. You, you know, you want to avoid uh, shocks to the system, like uh, something like SARS. Should you be susceptible? Now, you know, again, I was mentioning yesterday in the discussion this morning uh, with Spartacus. I should read it. Actually, it's just a, a paper of interest, but. There's a you know a cohort of people, quite a large one, that just are automatically immune because they have a particular polymorphism, and I want to think they say it's like twenty percent of the population um, carries it. It's a very very common one, and it explains why there's such, or it's one of the reasons why there are such disparate responses in. Um, SARS itself, um, or SARS-CoV-2 infection itself. So, um, again, these are just um, more levers and dials that they can twiddle um, to target and um, yeah, um, engage in molecularly targeted uh, race-based biowarfare. Uh, let's see. Importantly, microglia are a distinct population. Oh, sorry. Microglia account for 10 to 15 percent of cells within the CNS and share several features with peripheral macrophages. Importantly, microglia are a distinct population, and early in development, these cells arise from immune response. Furthermore, it corroborates the relevance of T cells in PD neurodegeneration. Alpha syn oligomers, not monomers, induce an inflammatory response and activated NL, NLRP3 amazone. However, another in vitro study demonstrated that human alpha-syn oligomers and monomers could activate the NLRP inflammasome in primary microglia. Furthermore, blocking TLR2 inhibited the activation NLRP3 inflammasome and caspase 1 cleavage, while TLR5 inhibition only blocked the cleavage of caspase 1. Similarly, Trudler and Associates reported blocking TLR2 diminished interleukin-1 beta release, 
following oligomeric alpha-syn stimulation in human-derived stem cells. Other receptors, such as TLR4, CD36, P2X7 receptor, and that other FC, FC gamma R, I forgot what they are. What's on the end of the antibodies uh, can respond to alpha-syn. Um, alpha-syn phagocytosis by a microglial cell line is significantly reduced following TLR4 inhibition and in primary microglia isolated from TLR4-deficient mice. Moreover, TLR4-deficient mice injected with human alpha-syn EFFFs had a more rapid spread of alpha-syn at 30 days post-injection and a significant loss of dopamine neurons at 90 days post-injection. Demonstrating that TLR4 is or is important for alpha-syn clearance. So, you know, again, you're quite, you've got to be careful about sort of blocking these receptor types because you know they've, they've got important downstream functions and the you know I, I I'm I broke systems right I, I I wasn't the one that fixed them I broke them and listened to them during during the their broken state and okay I, I guess I did um neurosurgical interventions but um I wasn't I wasn't big into these molecular pathways they 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 were just so innumerate and intertwined that it it essentially seemed a hopeless task trying to trying to tease them apart and you know the that so down regulating your immune response it could in theory make your accelerate you more towards the parkinsonian state or the neurodegenerative state right because you need you need that um inflammation profile in order in the cytokines to activate the receptors and then so on and so forth and you know the the vitamin poppers and look, man, I take supplements as well. I, you know, I try to do my best. I, I realize that I have um, already the symptoms for neurodegeneration. So I've got to do my best to um, work with what I have. Uh, and, you know, what I take will vary depending on how I feel somewhat. You're, you're your best diagnostic machine, if you like. You know kind of what works for you and what doesn't. And um, I don't know. Get get used to sort of making a diary of um, when you were not feeling so good. Um, what what could have been associated with that? What made you feel good, etc. And you know, the caffeine makes you feel good, but if you jam caffeine all the time, eventually you're going to break something and break down. Um, so yeah, again, importance of Inflammation pathways for um, tackling alpha synuclein. It's 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 a thing. It's it's a thing that we've known for a while. So there's a growing body of evidence indicating that microglia are involved in PD pathogenesis. Yes, for example, increased microglial activation, cytokine production, and expression of microglia associated genes have all been demonstrated in PD. 
Expression of MHC2 is upregulated in PD brains and the degree of its expression has been proposed to be correlated to alpha syn pathology. Alpha synuclein stimulation and subsequent release of inflammatory mediators by microglia can act in a paracrine or autocrine manner to further activate inflammatory signaling pathway, nuclear factor kappa light chain enhancer of activated B cells, NF-kappa-B, which in turn produces more cytokines, brain-derived neurotrophic factors, as well as the generation of ROS and nitrogen species and favors neurodegeneration. What remains unclear is which molecular species of alpha-syn drive the stimulation of microglia and whether natively unfolded monomeric alpha-syn can subserve this function or if it is only specific alpha-syn assemblies, ligamers, protofibrils or amyloid fibrils that activate microglia. Nonetheless, the heightened expression of inflammatory molecules and microglial activation states in PD strengthens the hypothesis that alpha-syn functions as a pro-inflammatory molecule in some circumstances and can contribute to the pathogenic process that drives PD progression. Again, this all comes down to um, this DC sign pathway and the ability for uh, neuroinvasive pathogens to trigger and um, initiate these responses. And, you know, in, in those conditions, you need to have some inflammation in order to stop the, stop the pathogen. But it, it can get out of hand. And if, if they've found a way to push and, and leverage that system such that you can induce this chronic inflammatory state in younger cohorts, right? that's, that's where the brain frog and the, and the malaise and all these um, weird um, ME-type conditions emerge from. Uh, microglial uptake and degradation of alpha-syn. A recent study published by Panica et al. demonstrated that microglia could take up aggregated alpha-syn via FIN and CD36 receptors, leading to the generation of mitochondrial ROS and activation of the LN NLRP3 inflammasome. Microglial FIN expression is increased in substantia nigra in PD, suggesting these cells are more responsive to aggregated alpha-syn. The hydrant responsiveness of nigral microglia to alpha-syn and the ability of alpha-syn to disrupt mitochondrial function to produce further ROS described above indicates these microglial cells may generate a larger immune response than microglia in other brain regions. Now, perhaps I can sort of illustrate um, the trickiness of this situation. So a lot of people have been sending me this um, this study. Donanimab um, as a way of um, treating the buildup of these oligomers. And if, if we believe their study, um, it's, uh, it's, well, I'd, I'd like to say, I'm, I'm, okay, I'll accept, I'll accept them at the word that they, they got as clear, clearer data as, um, they, they were suggesting. And so if you, if you believe their data, um, they make the claim that they can, um, blow apart the, uh, the presence of amyloid in the uh, in the brain, 
right? And this is uh, an immune-based therapy that's going in, latch on to the um, amyloid fibrils in the, in the case of Alzheimer's and, and remove them from, uh, they're non-detectable in the patients that have their effect, or so, that, so they say. And if they were, just uh, just this one graph so um checking but you know what what do you see in these in these graphs right you could you can go in and blow apart take out all these um misfolded proteins and it's 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 something that's been possible for quite a few years now but you'll see, you just have a, a, a steady degradation. Now, you might squeeze out a few extra months, right, of, I guess, quality of life. Um, maybe, maybe. But, you know, you read the side effect profile for this um, study and, you know, brain bleeds, sudden death. <laughs> There's, there's a whole list in there, and yeah, I guess if you're, um, you're, you're looking at, you know, Alzheimer's is a pretty nasty way to go. I look out of out of all the significantly more alpha syn transfer than control mice not treated. Well, so they're talking about lipid polysaccharide, and of course the um, super antigenic sequence is. Uh, <laughs> Sort of analogous to lipid polysaccharide, so keep that in mind. However, the loss of microglia, 80% reduction, also resulted in increased cell-to-cell -cell transfer of alpha-syn, suggesting that these cells play a role in the clearance of alpha-syn as well. Furthermore, Scheiblich, I think you pronounced that, demonstrated that microglia utilize cell-to-cell -cell contact to traffic aggregated alpha-syn neighboring cells. Moreover, they found that microglia pass alpha-syn to unburdened microglia facilitating the breakdown of alpha-syn. This study demonstrates that the transfer of alpha-syn might not always result in disease progression. And potentially the transfer of alpha-syn in microglia may limit pathology. However, it is unknown how long this cellular trafficking and breakdown of alpha-syn continues or on what initiates or discontinues this process. Taken together, it appears that alpha-syn may be important for normal microglial function demonstrated by the observed dysfunction in SNCA-nil glia. Microglia respond to aggregated and oligomeric alpha-syn, regenerating a robust inflammatory response and activation of the NLRP-free inflammasome. Overall, microglia can take up alpha-syn from the extracellular space, degrade it, and prevent aggregation-prone forms of alpha-syn from transferring from one neuron to another, thereby dysfunction in microglia can contribute to Lewy pathologies spread between neurons and anatomical brain regions. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Josie, good to see you. Um, what a sentence to wake up to. <laughs> yes. Look, man, um, it's, why I'm, it's why I'm enjoying every puff of my vape. Uh, give me popcorn, Lun, before, uh, before I lose my marbles. Um, I don't, I don't want to be that tremulous, weak, frail um, old codger that <laughs> I used to see all the time. I, I, I don't want to be that, man. 
No way, no how. And you know, I've got, I've got a head start. I've got uh, cardiomegaly. I've got an enlarged heart. I've had that for well since forever. Um, but uh, yes, it is big and strong. But um, cardiomegaly is um, it's a, a good indicator that that's uh, sudden sudden death. It will, will uh, launch itself upon you. And uh, yeah, please, please, Allah, make it so. Make it that. Make it that, not the fucking brain rot, please. Uh, <laughs> right. I had to watch my father have like stroke, Parkinson's, all all these things, right? That they could they could sort of keep him alive. And of course, you know, it was sad to watch him whittle away and um and he he was fed up with life. He wasn't doing and, and he was the, but he was such a joyous man before it, it, that all started and i i think if you'd asked him he, he would have rather just <laughs> he'd have rather checked out early <laughs> go through what looks like living living hell all right um Natural killer cell response to alpha-sin. So natural killer cells are granular lymphocytes that detect and kill tumor cells and cells infected with viruses. Evidence from model systems has yet to identify the function of alpha-sin inside the NK cell. However, studies have found that NK cells can uptake and clear alpha-sin monomers and aggregates by TLR2 and TLR4. During inflammation, NK cells migrate to the CNS, utilizing CX3CL1, CCL2, CXCL10, or CXCL9. Once in the CNS, natural killer cells respond to the ligand NKP44L, which is produced by astrocytes. Interferon gamma is typically released by natural killer cells after stimulation. However, following alpha-syn stimulation, there is reduced interferon secretion by natural killer cells. Recent studies showed that exposure to fibrilla but not monomeric alpha-syn induced cytotoxic natural killer cells. In a PD model, mice lacking NK cells exhibited more severe symptoms, microgliosis and alpha-syn inclusions than control mice with natural killer cells. Interesting. Uh, natural killer cells in PD patients. Parkinson's patients exhibit increased numbers of circulating natural killer cells. There are natural killer cells present in a substantial nigra of PD patients and controls. Given that natural killer cells respond to alpha-syn, the localization of the NK cells in the nigra suggests that these immune cells may readily respond to monomeric and aggregated forms of alpha-syn. Taken together, NK cells may play a protective role during neuroinflammation. Further studies are needed to determine the potential therapeutic role of NK cells in neurodegeneration with their ability to remove the aggregated protein. Neutrophil leukocytes are short-lived cells and are the most prevalent immune cell in humans, accounting for 50 to 70% of circulating immune cells under normal conditions. Neutrophils are among the first cells to respond and initiate an immune response following a pathogen invasion. Following rapid migration to the affected tissue, activated neutrophils conduct one of the following responses. Phagocytosis, degranulation, or netosis. Netosis, or the release of decondensed chromatin and cellular contents into the extracellular space, is associated with chronic inflammation in cystic fibrosis and chronic obstructive, or COPD. Neutrophils in PD models. 
there is relatively little data on the function of alpha-syn in neutrophils. In a neuroinflammation mouse model of PD, intracranial injections of LPS led to the recruitment of neutrophils to the brain. While neutrophils have yet to be identified in the brains of PD patients, neutrophils have been identified in the brains of Alzheimer patients and mouse models of neuroinflammation. A study described in macrophages points to a possible function of alpha-syn in phagocytosis with increased protein expression resulting in diminished phagocytic function. So what are they saying there? The more, the more it's expressing alpha-synuclein, the less it can phagocytize. Okay. Whilst this result has yet to be shown in neutrophils, we speculate the same mechanism that disrupt phagocytic activity. Yeah, okay, I get it, I get it. Um, moreover, circulating neutrophils express CD11B, an integrin that responds to aggravated alpha-syn in microglia. When neutrophils isolated from CD11B null mice were exposed to monomeric aggregated or N-acylated alpha-syn, the chemotaxis of neutrophils to the protein was diminished. The study went on to show that when neutrophils isolated from wild-type mice were blocked with CD11 antibodies, the neutrophils again lost the ability to migrate to the free forms of alpha-syn. These data support alpha-syn as a chemoattractant and indicate that neutrophils may potentially be recruited to areas with abundant alpha-syn aggregates where they will contribute to the neuroinflammatory process. Yeah, but then potentially you need it, right? A recent study on patient samples has addressed the numbers of neutrophil function in PD. As previously mentioned, circulating neutrophils are increased in numbers in PD, while other circulating immune cells have decreased or no change in prevalence. Another study utilizing the PPMI dataset found an increased number of neutrophils in PD patients compared to controls. This same study confirmed the change in a neutrophil number by finding a significant increase an expression of 177 out of 181 neutrophil-related genes in patients' blood. Okay, I mean, that seems um, quite a significant biomarker there. Uh, interestingly, the prodomal patients in the dataset had the highest increase in neutrophil counts, indicating the change in immune cell populations occurs prior to diagnosis. Oh, interesting. Notably, another recent study utilized a large-scale pathway analysis genome-wide associated study on PD patients to identify molecular pathways that are altered in PD. It revealed that neutrophil degranulation was the most significantly altered molecular pathway in patients with most genes in the neutrophil degranulation pathway containing nonsense or missense mutations. The presence of these mutations in the neutrophil degranulation pathway suggests that neutrophils only utilize phagocytosis or netosis in response to a pathogen or insult to the body in PD patients, with netosis being linked to chronic inflammation, there may be a chronic immune response in PD pathogenesis. The latter has been linked to chronic inflammatory conditions. Studies directly demonstrating that neutrophils play a role in PD pathogenesis are lacking. Clinical results suggest their functions are altered in PD, and model systems have shown the ability of neutrophils to respond to alpha-syn. Future studies in this area are needed to understand the potential function of neutrophil leukocytes in neurodegenerative disease. Dendritic cells. These are important regulators of the adaptive immune response, forming an essential link between both arms of the immune system and have a relatively robust expression of alpha-syn. 
Although microglia are termed the DCs of the brain and there are some overlapping functions such as glial development, these two immune cells are distinct from one another in integrin expression and have unique functions in the CNS as microglia have a limited capacity to present antigen while DCs highly express MHC2. DCs and microglia also have differences in patent recognition receptors and DCs in the CNS are more equipped to respond to damage associated with molecular patterns in the CNS than microglia, indicating DCs may be more important in detecting and responding to cellular damage and conditions and during development. The function of alpha-sin in these cells is unclear. However, dendritic cells can undergo phagocytosis and may utilize alpha-sin in this pathway, as mentioned in the macrophage section. Like other immune cells, subsets of dendritic cells express different receptors. The subset of dendritic cells that express CD11B is potentially prone to alpha-sin. While not yet shown to drive the cellular responses to alpha-sin in dendritic cells, toll-like receptor 2 and CD11C, both of which are cell surface molecules known to interact with alpha-sin, are expressed by dendritic cells. So dendritic cells in PD models. Transgenic mouse work has shown dendritic cells sensitized to alpha-sin ex vivo and then infused back into mice resulted in reduced symptom severity and decreased inflammatory cytokine levels in the CNS. ECS sensitized. Yeah, I would have to read that too. Not sure what they mean by sensitized. What you just <laughs> just uh, leave them in a dish floating with alpha synuclein. Yeah. Possibly these changes were due to the observed increased production of alpha syn antibodies in PD patients. Circulating myeloid dendritic cells are significantly reduced. This study also found that the number of both myeloid dendritic cells and plasmacytoid dendritic cells are negatively associated with motor symptom severity. Another study found that the immune suppressive tolerogenic dendritic cell population was significantly reduced in PD patients. Dendritic cells are able to migrate to the affected areas during an immune response as previously previously described so the ability of dendritic cells to migrate into the CNS may explain the reduction of dendritic cells in the periphery. Data suggests there is migration of dendritic cells into the CNS. The detection of these cells is difficult due to the overlapping of receptors expressed by both dendritic cells and microglia. The adaptive immune system response to alpha-synuclein. Fuck me this. <laughs> How much longer does this bloody paper go on? Long <laughs> I might I would have to do a part three. Bloody hell. Uh, adaptive, what was the Adaptive immune response, right? <laughs> the adaptive immune system is a specialized branch of the immune system that generates a long-term memory for a given pathogen. It is made of T and B lymphocytes and natural killer cells. As we've already discussed, natural killer cells, this section is focused on T and B lymphocytes. B lymphocytes are bone marrow derived and express distinct immunoglobulin receptors. They play an essential role in humoral immunity and help initiate T cell immune responses. T lymphocytes produce unique receptors to identify potential foreign antigens. Several subsets of T cells have different functions and the two main lineages are CD8 and CD4. CD4 T cells respond to antigens presented on MHC2. And depending on the cytokine environment and co-stimulators, they become effector cells. 
Different effector subtypes of CD4 T cells will be discussed in detail below. Regulatory T cells help suppress the immune response and T helper cells aid in the activation of B cells and innate immune cells. These cells are described based on predominant cytokines they express. Yes, 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 we know this. Uh, let's, let's try and skip through a little bit. <laughs> in this section, we first consider recent results from model systems regarding the responses of T and B cells to alpha-sin. We then discuss differences found in these two cell types from studies in model systems of PD. In general, there has been evidence that lymphocyte numbers are reduced. A large-scale study involving PD patients and age match controls found PD patients have significantly lower lymphocyte counts. You see, I wonder, so that there are the studies which they'll take aged mice and they will transfuse them with young mouse blood and it has this regenerative capacity to it. And I'm, I'm just wondering if that, that is the mechanism, right? That you're going to receive a more balanced immune cell profile with the with the blood transfusion from from the young mm. interesting well you know <laughs> vampires yeah, they're real Um, let me see if there's a, let's see how the dono situation is. I'm just gonna sit here uh, sweating my balls off with that blick. Not one. Well, just two today. <laughs> Hang on. Let me just. There may be some via email. Let me just uh, make sure. Oh, I don't want. What's that? Oh, there is another one. I know. All right. Yeah, I don't know how much more of this I can I can handle. <laughs> going, going through immune cell stuff. Oh, it's, it's crucifying. Uh, all right. B lymphocyte response to alpha sin. B cell maturation is affected by alpha sin as well as was demonstrated in an alpha-sin null mouse. While immature B-cell populations in alpha-sin knockout mice were similar to their wild-type littermates, there were significantly fewer mature B-cells in the absence of alpha-sin. Additionally, B-cells are functionally deficient in alpha-sin null mice, producing significantly less IgM in serum. Furthermore, lymph node follicular areas needed B-cell isotype switching were smaller in alpha-sin null mice, and these mice exhibited significantly reduced levels of IgG following antigen challenge compared to wild-type mice. Some findings point to autoimmunity in PD. Thus, antibodies that target neurons have been identified in patients, specifically antibodies directed against aldolase C, neuron-specific enolase, and pyruvate kinase. Another re report revealed IgG antibodies in PD patients that could bind the substantia nigra dopamine neurons post-mortem PD brain sections. However, it is unknown whether these antibodies are involved in initiation or progression of PD or if they only a result of neuronal cell death. Yeah. Good question. 
I mean, just just gut reaction on that. It was just like if you've got cells that are dying, which is happening in the prodromal phase of PD. I would I would maybe presume uh, some antibody type response. Anyway. In one study of 25 PD patients, 10 unique IgG antibodies were identified that bound alpha-syn with the strongest binding being the C-terminal region of the protein. Furthermore, three of these antibodies exhibited alpha-syn aggregation. Three of these antibodies... Oh, effective... I was going to say, the antibodies are causing... <laughs> they effectively inhibited alpha-syn aggregation. These findings suggest that B-cell antibody production might be a potential therapeutic target. Um... Yeah, there's there's the grift again for whatever donanimab or whatever other name they'll give their their biologicals. In this context, it's worth mentioning that several experimental PD treatments utilize antibodies as a therapeutic agent. Clearly, this is distinctly different to the exploring a potential role for antibodies as part of the PD pathogenic process, and therefore we will just provide a short overview. Multiple programs at different stages of clinical development use antibodies that target alpha-syn either using a classical immunization approach or by intravenous administration of antibodies, which is kind of what we were looking at here. This is just Alzheimer's in this case, but the same happens in Parkinson's, okay? <laughs> you still go downhill, maybe just a little bit slower. Um, let see. Uh, what, trying to uh, distract me with uh, more war? What's going on here? Is, is it a... Can I, can I break from the drudgery of <laughs> neuroimmunology? Um, Buster rounds. Um... I mean, I I watch that afterwards. Of course, of course, they're using cluster munitions. I think they've. I think the Russians have been using them pretty much from early on in the war. And for sure, for sure, the Ukrainians had a big stockpile. <laughs> so I, I bet they've just been going back and forth. It's just, it's just that the, the um, you know, the the, the high and mighty the. the <laughs> The Ubermensch of the uh, West, who uh, the moral guardians have uh, suddenly suddenly decided to engage in cluster munition warfare as well. Um, 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 it doesn't budge my needle so much that the whole cluster munition thing. Um, it's just <laughs> it's war. <laughs> All right, so. All right, we were talking about uh, immunotherapies, etc. So um, these therapeutic programs target different epitopes and molecular conformers of alpha-syn. Among the many strategies currently under development, one study found that a cDNA-based vaccine for alpha-syn prevented synaptic loss in alpha-syn transgenic, and this protection was correlated to production of high-affinity antibodies against alpha-syn. Another study in alpha-syn transgenic mice revealed that immunization against segments of alpha-syn oligomers was a reduction in alpha-syn accumulation, both following active immunization and passive immunotherapy. The latter study also found reduced neuronal loss and neuroinflammatory markers following immunization 
against alpha-syn ligamas, suggesting that alpha-syn degradation is promoted after binding to antibodies. In a different paradigm, immunotherapy targeting protofibrillar alpha-syn led to reduced motor deficits and decreased levels of alpha-syn protofibrils in the spinal cord in A30P alpha-syn transgenic mice. Because these antibodies were directed to alpha-syn protofibrils and not monomeric alpha-syn, one could predict that the risk for unwanted side effects in immune cells might be smaller, considering the studies in SNCL null mice indicate monomeric alpha-syn play a role in the development of immune cells of responding to alpha-syn. These receptors such as, but not limited, to CD11, B, C, CD36, TLR2, TLR4 are differentially expressed on the T-cell subpopulations and all likely aid in the response to alpha-syn. As previously addressed, wild-type alpha-syn is prone to post-translational no, translational nitrate modifications, which can cause alpha-syn to aggregate into fibrils. This nitrated alpha-syn can induce a response from T-lymphocytes capable of eliciting neuronal damage, although the mechanisms of response is not known. One study shows a decreased number of total T-cells and lower CD4-CD8 ratio in peripheral blood, indicating dysregulation in alpha-syn or increases in alpha-syn in the periphery, which may disrupt T-cell populations. Simply put, CD4 T-cells are regulators of other T-cell subsets and affected T-cells in infection, and CD8 T-cells have functions in killing infected or cancerous host cells and can restrain specific immune responses. The diminished CD4-CD8 ratio indicates PD patients likely have a harmful immune response leading to the enhanced killing of cells. This is particularly interesting knowing T-cells can form a memory against nitrated alpha-syn and a population of T-cells reside in the CNS under basal conditions. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Although a study, you know, the... <laughs> well, I were a lad. We we just learned that the the nervous system is immunoprivileged. The immune system didn't go in there. It just made life so so much simpler. <laughs> Although a study in mice indicated uh, INF gamma producing CD4 plus also present notably depletion of CD4 T cells, but not CD8 T cells protected mice against dopamine neuronal loss in SNC overexpression. A Chinese cohort study found decreases in CD3 plus T cells in advanced PD patients, showing an overall decrease in T cell populations. This study also reported that in females with PD, there was a higher TREG TH17 ratio. Oh, it's TREG again. Yeah. Okay. Without overall changes to the CD4 T cell populations. The shifts in the TREG, <laughs> TREG receptors. T regulator and that's all it is. <laughs> all right. Uh, interestingly, this study revealed that naive CD4 T cells isolated from PD patients preferentially differentiated into interferon gamma positive TH1 cells, promoting activation of phagocytic cells. A recent two year longitudinal study found an increase in CD8 TC17 population in PD patients. Taken together, these studies indicate that T cells are affected in PD suggests that the issue of cause or consequence regarding changes in T-cells in PD needs to be investigated further. The data presented in these sections indicate that alpha-syn expression is necessary for the maturation and function of B-cells. Yeah, so, you know, 
You've got to be careful with your immunomodulatory therapies that target alpha-synuclein, right? You need it. Um, the identification of antibodies against various cellular proteins, in addition to alpha-syn, suggests autoimmunity may play a role in the progression of the disease. Establish that T cells require initial activation by an APC and that memory T cells can respond directly upon encountering the same antigen again. Notably, these preliminary studies indicate that T cells respond diff differently when alpha-syn expression is changed. Suggests that alpha-syn might pa participate in the regulation of specific immune responses. Furthermore, PD patient data shows altered T cell populations, suggesting that dysregulation in alpha-syn leads to alterations in T cells. Ah, oh, specialized immune regulators response to alpha-synuclein. <laughs> All right. Oh, we're nearly getting through section three. So. Hey, hey. Ow, 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 ow. Ow. Hello. Hello. No, no, no. Don't walk on the keyboard. Yeah. Ow. Wait. Oh, I guess I'll pick them up afterwards. But uh... damn, a whole tube of nicotine mints just went on the floor. Bloody thing! Get out! Uh, Edgar Nelson says that sounds like complete nonsense. Well, maybe. The normal function of alpha-syn in astrocytes is unclear. When astrocytes were cultured in the presence of low amounts of alpha-syn oligomers over five days, they released TNF-alpha for a TLL4-dependent activation. Payoff. <laughs> she just clawed my gut, stupid thing. Yeah, I can see you. Go on, get out, you. Come on. No! That's it, she just pulled a monitor out my cable. Uh, cable out my monitor. Get out! William! William! Here, please. See, I can try and get her out. You know, you know what? Open the window. <laughs> no, don't do that. Goddamn cats broke my concentration now. Uh, where are we? Pathogens role in alpha synuclein. We did this. Astrocytes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't care about astrocytes. Astrocytes in PD. It's previously described alpha syn aggregates combined to toll like four receptors. Uh, thank you, big boy. Um, hey, goddamn curtains are a mess now. Ah, <sighs>
thin combined toll-like receptor sores, human astrocytes in the pudumen, and substantia nigra expressed the highest levels of toll-like fours and MyD88 among astrocyte populations. The same study found expressions of MyD88 in astrocytes was positively associated with PD pathology in the medulla oblongata and pudumen, indicating these astrocytes have the ability to induce an immune response to alpha-syn. As further evidence of immune activation in astrocytes in PD, it was found increased MHC2 expression in the brain co-localized with astrocyte markers. Another study identified increased mordelin and mitochondrial chaperone protein expression in astrocytes isolated from the midbrain of PD patients. This study points towards the disrupted function of astro astrocytes and a potentially decreased metabolic capacity of the astrocytes. Remember, astrocytes are a target for as part of the pathway into the central nervous system. Taken together, astrocytes both respond to certain forms of alpha-synate in extracellular space and can internalize aggregated conformers of the protein. These cells can clear toxic forms of alpha-syn and potentially participate in antigen presentation of alpha-syn peptides. This response may contribute to the chronic inflammation in syn nucleopathies. Further studies are needed to clarify the role of astrocytes in response to aggregated alpha-syn and if, in this context, the, alpha, uh, the astrocytes play a key role in immune system signaling. Ah. Section 4. Pathogens' role in alpha-synuclein production. Ah, well, at least... <laughs> at least I made it through the immune system. <laughs> I didn't get that much. There ain't enough money coming in for me to sit in this hot, sweaty chair getting attacked by the animals that I take care of in the day. It's not a, it's not a don't know that uh, that, that bleak's going to go hungry again this week. Let's see, No, that's it. The doc isn't motivated. <laughs> you know, we'll do uh, viral infections. Maybe I'll stream later tonight. Um, let's see what Commander Riggs is up to. And, uh, yeah, I'm gassed. Uh, it was a long stream. How long was that? Three hours. <laughs> I did three hours of 